Welcome to the Florida vs. Kick it off! You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! <laughs> Stand up, sit down, get comfortable for the next 58 odd minutes because my guest today is coming out of Hornell, New York, Western New York, New York State. He's a current writer on the show Duncanville. You can find it on the Fox Networks and Hulu. Andy Lee. Hey, nice to see you today. Hope you're getting ready for an exciting weekend. Duncanville, which I just mentioned, is on either Sunday or Monday, so you know, so make it some part of your weekend. Uh, and thanks for making this podcast a part of your weekend as well. I am so happy to have Andy on the show. He's so fun. He's a cool, cool guy. Talks so highly of his hometown. Loves it. Has an incredible pride about where he's from, and uh, which is Hornell, as I've mentioned. Also referred to as the Maple City. Andy goes on to mention that. We talk about finding fun, growing up on the wrong side of the train tracks, literally, the literal train train tracks. I feel like if America had a wrong side of the train tracks, it would be probably from <laughs> from the Carol somewhere it would start somewhere in the Carolinas, then go straight through to like through Phoenix and then straight down and everything to the southeast is like the bad part of the train tracks not a lot not a lot of good history there anyhow we chat about that we chat about times in Daytona or excuse me Dayton uh, where they may or may not have (laughs) invented flight who knows Uh, I share a college story and Andy shares a road trip story Andy uh, is, you know, other than Bull, Bill Pullman, who is also from his hometown, is the pride of Hornell. He owns, you're not going to believe this, the key to the city. In Florida, I don't think they offer keys to the city. I think it's just shovels. You get like a plated shovel, and it's awarded to people who were able to just, kinda, I guess, bury the most skeletons and act, act the most normal. The most normal passing Floridians. I don't know. At least that's what I've heard. Maybe I'll get the key to the city one day. Uh, but <laughs> locate your keys wherever they are, whether they're the key to the city or the key to your car. Strap in, get safe, listen up, open your ears for this conversation between me and Andy Lee. I think you're going to enjoy it and have a great weekend. Andy's from Hornell. Not to be confused with the Ivy League school of Harvard. All righty. <laughs> Andy Lee's on the program. You know him from his writing on The Rel Show, Carmichael Show, Duncanville, Bad Judge. He's a good guy, and he's coming out of Hornell, New York. Six foot three, 200 pounds. So close. <laughs> Welcome, Andy Lee. Andy, how are you doing today? I'm great, Peter. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I am, uh, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, you're a good git. You're a, uh, you're a good friend, at least you know to me. I don't know how things are going on your side, uh, <laughs> how my behavior, <laughs> where I stand with you, but, uh, but I'm very excited to have you on the program. I'm thrilled to be here. It's uh, I, I've, I've been listening and now I get to see you while you're doing it. It's great. Oh man, this is the, this is the full experience. Uh, I, yeah, I'm psyched. So uh, we're going to talk about Hornell, New York, which is upstate New York. Is that West New York, East? Where, where on the map? Oh, it's West. Oh, okay. So like Toronto almost? It, like South of Toronto. It's like as far West as you can be and still be in the state of New York. Like really? Where, 
it's like if you go a little bit further west, you're in Ohio. And if you go a little bit south, you're in uh, Pennsylvania. Holy cow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so like when people are like, oh, New York, like New York City, or you must have went there a lot. I'm like, it's like a lifetime away from New York City. It's like <laughs> Pittsburgh, Cleveland. These are all closer places than. No kidding. Like, yeah. One person, a friend of mine, Julia Abishan, she went to Syracuse. And then there's a really funny story about Marshawn Lynch playing for the Bills. And the thing that connects both of them is the fact that they both thought that, oh, I'm going to New York. I'm, you know, Buffalo is in New York City, Syracuse, New York City. No, anywhere but there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a much larger state than I think people and even I like realize. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, before we get there into the ge- geographical talk, let's do plugs. Plugs up top. Andy Lee, uh, what would you like to drive the listeners to uh, check out from you? Anything you'd like to plug? I love to plug. Um, have you seen like um, the vaccine? I want to plug that. <laughs> plug the vaccine. I, I say love it. if you have it, check it out. There's three different kinds. Just go go get one, get two, get Ooh. three. I don't know. Do you think, I mean, all right, I love the vaccine. Anything else you'd like to plug? Or, or yeah, I don't have a personal stake in that. So I would like to plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, whatever yeah. you want. Uh, I would like to plug. Duncanville season two, also season one. If you haven't checked it out, if you don't know what it is, just go, it's on Hulu season one. And then season two, it's going to be on Fox starting this week, May 23rd. Then it's going to be on, it's, it's going to start on a Sunday. That's going to move to Monday. So you gotta, you gotta chase after it. And then it's going to, it'll all be on Hulu as well. So, so check it out. No matter what, you can catch up on Hulu now. And then, yeah, you can always watch it Tuesdays on Hulu. All right, one plug at a time, Andy. Uh, anything else you'd like to plug? That's two plugs. The record is five if you want to go for it. I, I know that, yeah, I know there's a lot of plugs. I want to keep it on two and uh, mm-hmm. just focus on, I don't want to water, I don't want to like dilute the value of the, of the other two plugs. The vaccine in Duncanville, anything else, I don't care. <laughs> the two most important things. Important things. That's all we got right now. Uh, All right. So vaccine wise, you're fully vaccinated. Do you do you think it would be funny if somebody got the vaccine three times (laughs) or or would that be crazy? Would it be? I I, I think that would be funny. I mean, I think, yeah, I would like to I would like to for the sake of science, at least I would like I don't know. I mean, you, you, you have you're wearing no sleeves right now. So you're a perfect candidate to just get jabbed again. You know what? I think that's what I'm going to do for the summer. I'm just gonna wear no sleeves. So in case anyone wants to inject me with something, I'm I'm game immediately. I like it. I like There's it. Yeah, nothing... I mean, this is the summer of yes. Yeah. <laughs> the summer of yes. Also, uh va- vaccine chat. I got the Moderna one. What'd you get? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Moderna boy. Moderna. Have you seen any uh very like fun incentives? I know New York City is offering free Shake Shack, Long Beach, California, they're offering uh, tickets to the aquarium. Krispy Kreme is offering a free donut if you bring your card in. Have you seen? Have you seen any fun incentive things? The best one is. Did you see the in Ohio? They're doing a, a million dollar lottery. No way! Really? I think it's yeah. I think it's starting this week. But it's like every Wednesday for the next month. If you've been vaxxed, you're in a drawing, and you win like a million dollars, which oh. is great. You know what else is interesting? Uh, man, people just want to go to Ohio. I've been, when I've driven through Hollywood, there's like three or four Ohio tourism billboards in Los Angeles. Uh, I wonder what that, do you think that's like to lure like film productions? Yeah, because they're they're trying to be funny and they're like, oh yeah, just as much to, they literally say just as much to see, but you know, half the traffic, ha 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 ha. Like, ah, shut up, Columbus. There's nothing to see there. I've yeah. been to it's because there's half the people because there's not things to see and do. Exactly. Yeah. Dayton's fun. I, I, uh, I spent a month in Dayton one night. <laughs> Hell of a time. Hell of a time. Uh, uh, and then your second plug, of course, Duncanville uh, season two coming out May 23rd. Very excited for that. Now I've, uh, how would you describe Duncanville? Uh, it's a very fun cartoon. Uh, led by Amy Poehler. She does a number of voices in it, but, but what's essentially the premise of it? Uh, it's about a 15-year-old boy, Duncan, uh, voiced by Amy, 
Uh, and it's, it, he is just like your most average boy, like teenage <laughs> boy in every way. Uh, and it's about him and his family and his friends. Uh, yeah, as you see, kind of see the world through, through his perspective. It's so fun. Like, you know, when I watched the pilot, when it first came out, I was like, oh man, this is kind of like, uh, kind of like Wayne's world where he's kind of getting carried away in different directions, but then they're also, and like, you know, using his ma imagination in the show. And you can do that when you do animation, and, but also, you know, you're talking about in other episodes, you're talking about like grounded stuff. Uh, and there's like Betsy Sidaro does a voice and she's hilarious. It's very fun. Uh, it's a very, very fun thing. Who, who, who else is a, a big part of the cast other than Amy, Betsy Sidaro? Who else? Who else uh, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell is the voice of Duncan's dad. Oh yeah. Um, Ricky Lindholm is really funny and she's the voice of uh, his sister, Kimberly. Uh, and uh, Joy Osmansky, who uh, I think is, she's in Stargirl on CW, yeah. but she's she's in it. And uh, um, Yasser Lester yeah. uh, is great. And um, who else do we have? We have- uh, Natalie Palomides oh, is in it, right? Natalie Palomides does it. Yeah, she, she does a, a bunch of different voices. She's so funny. Mm -hmm. uh, Wiz Khalifa. Whoa, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I encourage everyone to go out and check that out. Um, what? Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna start Sunday and then go to Monday. Is there is there gonna be other animated shows on Monday on Fox? Yeah, there's one other one uh, that's nice. gonna be on with it's they're called it's you know Sunday night is animation domination. It sure is. This is, Monday is animation domination continuation. Oh, and it's uh, Duncanville and a new show called Housebroken. Oh, is that with the pets? That's with the pets, yeah. Oh, who doesn't love that? Everyone you, loves the pets. Pandemic pets. Uh, I know you You read the papers. Uh, do you have, who are, <laughs> who are your lead-ins? What, 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 uh, what, shows, what shows are happening before you on Sunday or Monday? Uh, well, on Sunday, we'll be on with like the, like the classic, The Simpsons mm -hmm. and, uh, and Family Guy. And then Monday, we're going to be on after Housebroken at 9.30. So I don't okay. know what it is. I'm a bad, I'm a bad Fox boy that I don't know what's on Fox at eight on Mondays. Oh no. Masked. Got... Something's masked. And then oh, unmasked. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Can't something with Ken Jong, uh, <laughs> usually. All right. Well, fantastic, man. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to those. That wraps up plugs. Now, Andy, we talked about it before Hornell, Western New York in the state of the great state of New York. Now, uh, Andy, tell me about your hometown. My hometown, Hornell, New York. It's in the Southern tier, nicknamed the Maple City Ooh. for its beautiful, uh, lush maple trees. And uh, yeah, it used to be a big town that was like a, a, a big stop on the Erie Railroad. Oh, wow. Uh, it used to be like the city that like the trains would come from New York and then they would either split off to continue to Chicago or go up to Buffalo. And Hornell was like, that was the fork in the road. Wow. Uh, so there was a lot of business around that. And then, uh, as you know, the railroad is not a big deal anymore. Right. And so neither is Hornell. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point, uh, but yeah, it's just like your classic small town. And uh, yeah, uh, not a whole, you got to make your own fun in the small towns. And right. uh, yeah, just lots of outside playing with your friends. And uh, yeah, just a good place to grow up. Nice. At one point it was, you know, the fork in the Midwest is what it sounds like or fork in I like what would be considered like I-95. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now it's uh, it's less of that. Do, do trains still come through or are they they're not passenger trains, are they? No, it's like car. Yeah. Like cargo trains. Yeah. On occasion. Yeah. Yeah. So then. OK, so then you talk you're talking about finding your own fun. You're talking about, you know, what this town used to be. Uh, would you find fun on uh, or near the train tracks or was that, you know, when you got to the train tracks, you're like, oh, better not date any girls on this side. <laughs> I think my house and also where my parents grew up, they grew up on what would be the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> we are on the south side of town. And I think that's that's the no, no side. Oh, boy. It's a south we, starter. South or no. Yeah. South side. Um yeah, there was a, I was never like a play near the trains person. I know it's like, you know, a lot of like uh, trying to get, like you put pennies on the tracks, you know? Right, 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 right. Bend them and uh, 
art yeah there, there's i feel like once it must have been a big deal because once a year at our school they would like come and be like you'll get hit by a train <laughs> it was like our drunk driving thing where it's like they're like a scared straight thing about hey this train's gonna hit you you know what i i i never grew up near trains i don't i, I didn't grow up anywhere near trains i don't think so forgive me if i'm being insensitive but i th- i could hear and see a train from pretty far away so i would know right first that, of like, all how dare you <laughs> no I, I i mean yeah i think when you're a kid too you laugh it off because you're like yeah trains man like there's they don't like sneak up on you Right. They don't sneak up on you and you know exactly where they're going. You could be one side on one side of the train and be okay. Right. Like right, one yeah. foot away. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what they did in my hometown in Cape Coral, I remember this and dude, I remember this plain as day. And <clears throat> we were, t- I think we were talking this weekend. Uh, we were hanging out uh, about like embarrassing moments. And like, sometimes I have these, I have, I have super embarrassing moments that just kind of, if I'm walking down the street or driving, they pop into my head as if there were like a TV set above my head. And everybody, I feel like everybody can see that embarrassing moment as I'm remembering it, but this is less embarrassing. And it, but it's just a, mo- a moment that is just as ingrained in my, in my head. They brought all of us out uh, my elementary school to the parent pickup track and everybody had to sit, you know, cross-legged and there were three cops there and it was the drunk driving talk you know right and this was a car that was just like burned up to a crisp like mangled or whatever and then there was another car and they gave us this talk like this will happen if you drink and drive and then this is what will happen if you uh, decide to uh, have drugs on you or something like that and they had a dog like tear the shit out of this car and then the cop, one of the cops was like, I'll never forget this. One of the cops said, I, you know, I, I'm going to, if you do drugs, I'm going to search your whole car, tear out the seats, rip everything out of it. And I don't know how to put a car back together. So that's on you. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what are we, are you an ally or are you, are you with us? Or are you threatening us? And why is your hand on your club? Yeah, like did you i like that the biggest threat was like not that you'll be arrested for having drugs but you're gonna have to put your car back together and you're like i just rather go to jail man i don't know <laughs> like it's street fighter or something like you know right. it's destroying a car like ryu uh, yeah i feel like that guy gets off on it a little bit it I seems think- like he's way too into tearing the car apart he is so did they have those those types of seminars for you guys in uh like for trains or did you have like any sort of like seminars growing up about you know issues because in florida you know listen everyone's drinking and driving (laughs) yeah oh yeah i mean that's i think anywhere (laughs) any small town any town like you're you're just gonna because you have to go out to like the woods to drink and you're just gonna pack as many people into a car as you can and and get out there but yeah we yeah it was like in elementary school was the the train stuff and then uh, obviously like in high school yeah drunk driving was was a a big issue and then you combine them drunk oh driving with trains it's whoa it's intense <laughs> I, maybe that's what it was was like people just getting drunk and i don't know driving down the tracks i don't know drunk and driving down the tracks or ha- getting their car cargo loaded onto a train and then riding in there drinking maybe with mm-hmm. some of the train the train hobos yeah oh yeah the boxcar hobos or or uh you're you're out drinking and you're you're drunk driving home but you decide hey i shouldn't be driving drunk so you stop but what you don't realize is you stop right in the middle of the tracks <laughs> and that's what happens <laughs> did you guys oh man did you guys have any like regionally specific seminars uh because i remember in school like in high school especially my last two years they were really about just abstinence and not teaching like any sort of like sexual education just like listen just don't do it okay right and like was for some reason yeah a public well, school that did that no it was a private school okay but they but it was just because like there were a lot of pregnant teens <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like that was happening everywhere and that was almost at 
the height of my super sweet 16 or like teen mom mm-hmm. uh, happening. Did you guys have any of those, you know, those sort of things in, in, in school? I don't think there was a pandemic of pregnancy. No, I don't I guess pandemic's the wrong word. Uh, <laughs> just people probably had kids that are happy. I hope. And uh, uh, yeah. no, there, there were some, but it wasn't like, Whoa. It wasn't like, were, were you like the pregnancy packed high school? Do you remember that? The, <laughs> no. What was that? There, I think it was like in the Northeast, maybe that like a group of girls had made a pack. It was like the American pie pact, but the like the version where instead of like losing their virginity, they were just like, we're all having babies. Oh my God. You know, what's you know, what's interesting is there because I was in Cape Coral, Fort Myers, which is essentially in a midway point between your Tampa's and your Miami's everybody seemingly knew a group of friends that did something like that or knew like, Oh, well, so-and-so got MTV to show up to her super sweet 16. It's like, Oh, we got to do that. Like, Oh, so-and-so in Miami, this friend of a friend in Miami got, you know, is going to be on teen mom. It's like, Oh, we should all get on, try and get on teen mom. And like, these were real conversations that I overheard. And there's only one way to get on teen mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't mom. fake it. Yeah. You can't fake it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no shot for that pandemic. Uh, or maybe there is, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, let's not, let's not, let's not go there today. Oh, actually, yeah, I do want to plug that. I want to plug, right. uh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, let's get into our first segment here. When, when we're thinking, uh, West New York, we're thinking Buffalo, we're thinking Buffalo wings. And I want to get into this next segment. What you eating? So in Hornell, how close is Hornell to Buffalo and, how prideful are you of the bills and buffalo wings coming from where you're from uh i'm like two we're like two hours from buffalo and then like an hour from rochester um or like the close cities but yeah i mean like wildly prideful of of uh the bills and uh and wings we just call them wings there they're not buffalo wings you have to call (laughs) them chicken wings it's just wings just wings Uh, okay yeah yeah is it is it a is it like a celebratory thing or is it part of everybody's like weekly diet? <laughs> I think it's, you know, it, it's definitely like a, a, any, any birthday party is like, you get sheet pizza and wings, right? Uh, you know, Bill's games, you're, you're eating wings. So it is like a big, a fall, a fall winter like thing. It's not, it's not like every day we're eating, putting down wings, but. <laughs> oh, so it coincides, like, you know, it coincides with like football and it's more of like a, you expect you would expect that at a tailgate, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get them year round, but yeah, it's right, right, like right. when you think of the food, it's like it conjures up, you know, the the parking lot of Bill's Stadium, you know. Yeah, pounding some Labatt Blues before you get in there. <laughs> so, yeah. What what else? Okay, so do you go? Uh, all right. Uh, before we, I want to get into Canada because you brought up Labatt Blue, and oh, okay. one of one of my favorite uh, beers of all time is Molson. I don't know why. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, there's nothing too special about it, but I love them. But uh, ranch w- with wings, ranch or blue cheese and why? It, it's blue cheese and it's only blue cheese. And I'm offended that you even suggested ranch. <laughs> it's such a, it, it's interesting. I, I never even knew uh, ranch as an option until I left Western New York. Really? For the first time. Yeah. And I, I think out here in Los Angeles, it's mostly, you know, you order wings and it's always like, is ranch okay? And you're like, ah. Right, no. right. Yeah, is it? Do you have Coke? Well, we have Pepsi. Ah, uh, well. Right, it's the Pepsi of of, and I love ranch. I just like when it comes to, for other things, but for for wings, it's 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 got to be the blue cheese. What are, how, do you have a preference? Um, no, but you know what, my preference, my pre, I I always check in with you about this. This must have been obviously the first time on the podcast I've asked you, but I over our friendship, I must have asked you this about twenty times. <laughs> just just like oh what's the because i'm in my mind i'm like what's the right way like what's the traditional what's the traditional way to do it because that you know western new york that's the birthplace of wings right right yeah so so, yeah give us give us like any history you know about about chicken wings it's interesting there's like uh there's one story that's widely accepted as the origin but there's like a bunch of different stories that are floated out there so the the main story was there's this bar called the anchor bar in buffalo that uh, was run by this family and the, the mom was running it and her son and, and uh, his friends were coming in late night for after a night out and she wanted to make them something. And all she had was like wings that were at the time, like 
wings were so cheap and what they used them for was to make like a stock like you'd boil them and like to make like a chicken stock oh, and wow. she all she had was the wings so she tossed you know she fried them up and and served them to him and and that's like in the early 60s and that is genuinely accepted as like the thing but i was reading and i think oh. i i want to i think this is probably right is this this guy john young uh, um a black man from alabama had a restaurant called wings and things oh and I think it's like, it seems like an Elvis situation where it's like, oh, no. was this appropriated by like this white family and they're taking credit for it. And uh, so it, it's, it's ho hotly disputed, hotter than a wing, uh, the spiciest <laughs> well, wing. The spiciest wing. Well, what we have to think about is how information didn't travel the same way that it does now. There were no you podcasts, know? we didn't know. That's how you get, that's how we get all our information. We the were most, so dumb then. The most trusted name in news is Florida Versus. <laughs> uh, so man, I, th I think two of them, they both could have existed, right? Like they both. They, they, they both definitely did and others at the time. I think, yeah, it, it, it's, it's hard. To, you'll never know for sure. And I think a lot of it just stems from it, wings were cheap and uh buffalo is not a wealthy city like so i think it's just like <laughs> restaurants like what how, what can we do with this so they they just yeah. use the, the cheap One, food yeah yeah i mean in florida it feels like everybody's always eating with their hands or <laughs> everything mm, right every food that we eat has bones in it somehow yes yeah yeah chicken wings yeah. ribs uh white fish salad uh, <laughs> uh but we have and this was like something that I found out at like uh, Wing House, which was the I don't know, like better Hooters in some way. In, in the same, <laughs> in the same way that how dare uh, I know? Let's talk. Let's let's talk upstate New York grocery stores. In the same way that Shoprite is better than say Albertsons, mm -hmm. Wing house was bet like was better than hooters but it would that was the margin those were okay. the margin similar right. margins uh do you, you had a shop right in your hometown or we no? did yeah do you know about wegmans oh like, yes wegmans yes wegmans, wegmans is like blows everything out of the water it does it does yeah and i did i didn't know that like because i just grew up with it and used to assume like to you that to me it's like that's the grocery store and then when i went right. to college I, I was in ithaca new york and so that's where I was like first interacting with a lot of people from other parts of the country. And they, they would like come back from going to Wegmans and they were describing it to me. Like, that's this amazing store that has all these things and the bulk candy and the subs. And I was just like, yeah, the, the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what I've come to expect. That's what I grew up with. Right. Yeah. Th that's, that's all so, I know. That's all you know. Yeah. So we had wing house and hooters but so this is how we do like they're regular wings and you know what you expect to hooters then there's daytona style wings where they're like essentially oven baked and then finished on like a fire they're supposed to be finished on like a, a flame like a grill mm. and they get like those like types of like grill marks now is that now listen everything in florida there there are things as they exist in the world and then there is a bastardization of of whatever it is in florida is that is what I'm describing to you insulting to a wing traditionalist such as yourself? <laughs> not not at all. I mean, I, I you've made these for me and they're they're delicious. I've had the Daytona style. Daytona style uh, wings. All right. I, I wasn't sure. And if I think you were everyone's just gotta make yeah. No, no, no. I think people, you know, take it, make it your own. But whatever you do, no ranch. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, talking about talking about, you know, like a good drinking food. I want to talk because you're so close to Canada. Did you ever take any of those trips, you know, when you were like 18, 19 with friends cross over the Canadian border and buy beer? Did, like, was that happening when you were growing up? Yeah. I mean, not specifically. We'd go there to like go. That was like our spring break was like, go. No north. way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it was like, we were poor and also the drinking age was 19. So yeah, we would uh, venture across to also like so like niagara falls is right there in buffalo yeah and it shares a border and there's a distinct line between the americans the quality of the american side versus the the canadian side like the canadian side 
it's really pretty and they put a lot of money into it. And there's like lots of, there's like a casino and, and like cool shops and stuff. And then the American side is just like a dump. So we would, you'd always want to go to the Canadian side. Did, was that kind of, cause if I, I mentioned before how close I was to Tampa, Miami. If I was say if I was saying to a friend like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to go up to Tampa and visit my friends at USF in college. They would know like, Oh shit, I'm going to like have a crazy weekend. If you said, Hey, I'm going up to Niagara Falls. Is that like, would people be like, Oh man, what are you, you know, are you getting into something crazy up there? Or like, what was, what, yeah, what was I mean, it was, that was like, yeah, that was either, it was either that or you had family in town and there's nothing else to show them. So you have to take them to Niagara Falls. <laughs> but yeah, if you, I mean, if you're going up with your buddies, it's like you're going to to go, yeah, party in, in Canada. What was it like partying in Canada if, if you if you went? Uh, it was, the, it was, it was just a good time. I don't know, like they were really nice. They're like the people up there are really nice and uh, lots of uh, Labats and Molsons and <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and yeah. just cold. It, I mean, that's the thing too, is like, you're just drinking to stay warm at that point. Year round? <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. Except for like <laughs> August. Man, that's one thing. That's one thing that we don't, we didn't really have in Florida. You know, it's, it's so cliche among people that grew up there, but it's very hard to leave. But also it's not like we lived in a tri-state area where, you know, like you were mentioning, you know, let's take a, a, a trip to Ohio. Let's take a trip to Pittsburgh. Let's take a trip to, you know, the city maybe, you know? Uh, right. So do you, I don't have too many memorable in or uh, out of state trips growing up. Do you have any like uh, road trip stories that, uh, that happened or like any road trip memories you have uh, from growing up? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Like the, it's like it was the most fun at the time but also like looking back at me describing it it's like that's so lame was we went and saw <laughs> me and my buddies in high school it was like our senior year we took a road trip to go see my cousin uh he was in the air force and he was stationed in dayton dayton ohio dayton getting it's a second plug on this second Dayton. dude mission. i cannot i'll tell you about dayton buddy so wait so he's is dayton a big like uh military like city think it's like there's an air force base there i was confused because you know like um like kitty hawk north carolina uh, it's like uh, where like the it. right it's like where the wright brothers i think like flew uh-huh the uh-huh. first plane or whatever and then like when we went to dayton they were like we're the birthplace of aviation right but i was like i think the first flight was somewhere else right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no 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 we we know that but we're the birthplace of aviation but like does the birth mean first <laughs> They so, didn't, I don't they definitely didn't have podcasts then and I think I would have hated to be the person on the other end of that you know podcast when they found out oh wait North second? Carolina yeah exactly yeah second birthplace that's right uh and so what did you guys do there in Dayton you just met up with uh, your, your cousin yeah we just went to stay with him and it was just like our graduation like week so it was like we're why like it was not I mean, oh we did go to cedar point have you oh no the way there? have you been there is it's that, like the, it's in pennsylvania right uh no it's oh it's sandusky ohio right okay home of tommy boy oh, home of tommy boy not any former penn state football coaches no luckily no no luckily no yeah no like Jer- no jerry sandusky no jerry sandusky no uh no but it's a <laughs> Cedar What's Point's it? like the roller coaster capital of the world. Oh man! Well, hold on, hold and on. Not, and not hold like on. how Dayton says they're the birthplace of aviation. It's not like that. <laughs> this is real. I don't know about that because I've been to Orlando, Florida. We've got <laughs> we've got a pretty solid amount of roller coasters. Uh, no, I've never been. And you went on that same trip? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we stopped and, and and just hit up all the as many coasters as we could. That's so fun, man. I, uh, so my experience in Dayton was in college and yeah, the, we were playing the Dayton soccer team, uh, uh, Dayton flyers. That's what they call themselves. So they oh, yeah. really, they really dug their heels in. To yeah, the whole exactly. Aviation thing. <laughs> I hope you kick their ass. I hope you kick <laughs> their ass. Well, that. get ready for this. So, uh, I'm a freshman and I'm, 
second string because one of the seniors that plays my position got hurt and the other senior you know he's playing and he's doing fine but the night before so anyhow that informs all of my decisions and my only my only responsibility (laughs) during the game is just fill up the water bottles Uh, because as a goalkeeper you know there you're not commonly subbed anyhow uh we we roll into Dayton and you know I'm 18 and I'm I was hanging with it felt like there was like a chaperone situation where the upperclassmen would like kick it with a few of the uh, freshmen or whatever. So we go to some convenience store and there's a beer cave and I'm like, Oh my God, a beer cave. Like I've never even heard of anything like this. And it was just like a ton of beer. So one of the juniors buys us beer and we go to the hotel and another one of the seniors was like pranking us. So he went down to the front and he was like, hey, this is how the prank worked. Like we, we were coming back from getting beer. And then the senior went down to the front desk and was like, hey, I'm in room 115 or 1215 or whatever it was, uh, where he was actually in a different room. But 1215 was my room with, you know, uh, my uh, like freshman, like roommate or whatever uh, on these road trips. And he would get another card. And so then our cards wouldn't work. And it would be, ha ha, well, that was the bit. But I, and they expected us, they expected us to, I don't know what they expected us to do, but we're bringing back the beer and I've got a soccer bag full of beer. Cause like, I don't, I'm not playing in an extreme, <laughs> an extreme emergency would have to happen for me to play. And so then I'm like, fuck this. I've got a soccer bag with no equipment, just beer. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm out. And we were like right next to the campus. I, me and uh, this kid, JP, who I was rooming with, I was like, dude, I don't want to stick around here. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. Uh, but I just feel like getting out in Dayton. And so we go and we end up at this like dorm party. We ended up partying to like one or two. I, uh, JP left and I don't know how he got in or whatever, but I, I leave at two. I go back to the hotel and of course my card doesn't work. I don't have a work card that works. Nobody believes me. I'm drunk. So I sleep in the hallway the night before the game. The game is happening. We're, we're losing two to zero. And the coach is so pissed at the goalkeeper. He didn't do anything wrong, but he's so pissed at the goalkeeper that's starting. He's like, Murphy, you're going in. I'm like, Oh my God, look what I'm so hung over. This is a noon game in the, you know, the sun's beating down. So I go in and I'm like dragging ass. And we ended up, we ended up winning that game four to three. I think I gave up one goal. Uh, but nice. Just, you know, Dayton, Dayton seems like a fun place to me. And I didn't know anything about the aviation, but I know that, you know, in, in, in college towns like that, they love the party. Okay, whoa, 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 what's the hold up? It's ad time. Oh, yeah, it's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records Staff T for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four, check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, uh, I mean, that's all, that's all you got. When, so you went to Ithaca for college, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the same Ithaca in road trip? It, it is. Uh, it, there's no affiliation from the school. Like it's, <laughs> they don't claim it. They refused it. Except I think they wanted <laughs> to like the movie wanted to. And uh, so like, uh, my the school is called Ithaca College, but in the movie Road Trip, I think it's like the University of Ithaca because uh, Ithaca College was like, absolutely not. We're not associating this. <laughs> and also, like, if you want, there's like, you know, isn't there like a there's like a campus tour that goes throughout the movie that Tom Green's like leading? That's yeah. not Ithaca campus at all. <laughs> there's no way. Is this also in in Western New York? Yeah, it's like Central New York. Yeah, it's like all in that that the Finger Lakes region. 
Mm. But it's it's in the same t- it's in Ithaca, New York, where in Cornell is like it's like uh, there's like the little valley where the town is, and then Ithaca's on one hill, and then Cornell is on a much bigger hill. What what led you to choosing Ithaca uh, of all universities to go to uh, coming out of high school or college? Uh, well, I wanted to study like TV and film. And uh, it was, it, they had like a good program and uh, it was also like close to home. And I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to move to LA when I'm done. So I'll stay close to home for now for a couple years and, and then, and then peace out after that. So. And you followed through on that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Was there a pipeline to Los Angeles or, you know, or, or how would your professors like talk about traveling to LA or going to New York for like, or major markets and stuff? Uh, they were cool about it. Like there was an LA program. So I was able to come out and do like a, a semester out here before, like we moved out just to, just to like test out and be like, are you know, are you sure this is for you? And you, we, uh, stayed, there's like, uh, we did internships and we stayed at the, the Oak, well, I guess it's not that anymore. It used to be called the Oakwood apartments on, okay. on Barham, uh, in oh, Burbank. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this, like odd collection of people that it's like college students, it's some young professionals, but it's also like when I was there, it's like child actors live there. Oh my God. Like short term, like for just yeah. like as long as, as long as the filming is happening. Yeah. Or like they would just come, they would come out without jobs and the, the, they would come from like all over the country and the parents would bring them out for like pilot season. So, oh. and that was when we were there, it was like January to like May. And that's when all like, so if you had a kid and you thought like they had a shot at getting on a show, you just come stay at the Oakwoods <laughs> and just, and just pray. Did you meet any like crazy people there? Or it was just like, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I was trying to avoid them, but yeah, like you'd be in, I would like go, I would like go to the gym at the, at the Oakwoods and like, there'd be like, you know, like 10 year old kids, like on the treadmill, like trying to like lose weight. And I'm like, this is not right. This is oh, no. deeply, deeply wrong. Between the the ten year olds losing weight and you saying, you know, hey, yeah, we had this like trial uh, period. It sounded like a scared straight program, you know, <laughs> like, like yeah, we'll throw them out there and we'll see what they think of Los Angeles. And you know, right. they, they, did they have somebody waking you up with like an ice bath and screaming <laughs> in your face? I think they were like, if this doesn't bum you out enough, then uh, then you should you should give it a go. <laughs> if you're if you're unbothered by child actors, stage moms, and uh, just you know living in the valley, then you can do <laughs> just it. general despair. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, what uh, so so another interesting fact about you is you own a key to the city of Hornell. Now, how hard is that? How hard is that to get? And, <laughs> <laughs> and can I have one? Uh, you can have one. I mean, I guess I could, it, it's to answer your question, not hard to get at all. Apparently, uh, <laughs> you uh, know, who, who else has the key to the city? Uh, I assume Bill Pullman does. That's your boy. The famous right there, actor yeah. who's from my hometown. Uh, but I don't know who else, no one else I know does. And, and other people probably deserve one more than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, my girlfriend, uh, wrote a letter a very lovely email to the mayor uh talking about how i was a a, such a strong ambassador for the city and Mm. uh and asked for it for my 30th birthday and he obliged so it is framed and hanging in our living room key to the city let's hope he uh doesn't hear this podcast (laughs) (laughs) he has since he has since moved on he is no longer the mayor oh okay well, you know, listen, we could let's let's do the same sort of email scam and mm-hmm. sorry, sorry scam. Right. No, 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 no. Let's just move. Yeah. Email scam where I you email the new mayor mm. and ask for a new key. Then you got two keys. Double key. Yeah, exactly. And get and into every every building. Yeah. Now that we got two keys, you you get into uh, into the mayor's office insert both keys and then you know send out the rockets <laughs> yeah yeah you need the two keys to launch the missile and you have to turn them at the exact same time those classic hornell missiles uh <laughs> okay uh before i get you out of here uh i oh before the last segment do people love bill pullman and how common is it that you might see him uh hanging around hornell 
uh, people, I will speak for myself. I do love him. Yeah. And uh, I think most people do. I mean, yeah, it's like a big deal when if a new movie or show he's in is coming out, I feel like there's usually a write up in the paper about it, that Bill's doing something. Uh, but yeah, he, I've never seen, Oh, I, actually I did meet him once at like the university that nearby he was like doing a thing there, but I, he, he doesn't come to town often, but he does have like a hunting cabin down on the outskirts of town. Ooh. And do like, do people go there and like knock on the door as like a challenge? <laughs> uh yeah go knock on old man pullman's door to see if he, i i think <laughs> i think he goes back there because people don't make a big a big fuss about it <laughs> but that's got to be a, a like such an exciting thing that someone from your hometown somebody that you know you knew or uh, uh, you know you knew grew up around the same place uh that's got to be such a such a fun thing to like follow his career did your parents are your parents fans of his as well yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was such a, yeah, it's a huge deal. Like when someone, you know, if you're trying to do something and you see that, like, you know, like you're like, ah, oh, I could never do this. I'm just like, whatever from this town. And then you're like, Oh, this guy's from this town. And he like went and did it. And when I was a kid, it was like the exact right time to, to, to do that. Cause like the independence day came out. Yeah. But like the whole theater in our town is just like packed. And like, there oh. he is like in the biggest movie of the year, like given this, like, you know, big speech. And you're just like, that's Bill. Yeah. Was that in theaters for like a while? Like were people seeing it two, three times like Titanic? I, I was for <laughs> sure. I, yeah, many times, but I, I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was probably there all summer for sure. Oh, that's amazing. And you, yeah, you're watching this as a kid. Also fun fact about Andy, you're an Eagle Scout. That's right. Yeah. That's a, I am not, an Eagle Scout. Not many people make it there. Right. That's true. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you have to be a Boy Scout to do it. So there's not a ton of them. Right. And then you got to stay in it. And, and yeah, but I think what happens is you reach a certain age where uh, it's no longer cool. And also maybe it never was cool to be in Boy Scouts. <laughs> How and, did, uh, yeah. And then you what? have to stay, you have to stay in it at least a little bit to get there. So how, how, how did you get into Boy Scouts? Cause uh, my, I, I was tricked into Cubs. <laughs> I, it wasn't something that I was like, mm, that seems cool for me. I think it was just like anything where like a, one of your friends is like, you hear like a couple kids from your class are doing it and you're like, all right, yeah, I'll give it a try. And then they all dropped out and I stayed in. You guys go, you guys get to go camping and stuff. Or I, I imagine Boy Scouts in Florida compared to Boy Scouts in Western New York, there are only a few months out of the year you can actually go camping, right? No, no. We do it year round. No way. Like, yeah. Like January, March, like it's like, you know, you get this like cold weather gear and it's, yeah, you're like out there. It's like minus 20. It's, it's like a, it's a weird, like, I don't know. I don't know why we do it. It's so dumb. <laughs> you gotta know how to put together a fire at that point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoa. yeah I'll, I'll build a fire right now. <laughs> no, I mean, actually yeah. I won't. It's LA and it'll burst into flames. <laughs> I will not do that. Yeah, exactly. You won't, you won't need to rub the wood together. It'll just, yeah, implode. Yeah. Uh, my, when I got into Cub Scouts, what happened? My, I was visiting my aunt and my cousins and in Colorado. And when I flew back, my mom, when I got back like a week before school started, my mom was like, Oh, guess what? I signed you up for Cub Scouts. Aren't you excited? And I was like, oh, all my friends play soccer, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like oh no uh, i forget how old i was i was i definitely started at like tiger cub so whatever age that is uh but i think i was still calling her mommy at the time <laughs> that's how young i was <laughs> so I was 17 like, yeah exactly yeah late start late the oldest tiger cub <laughs> that's, that's like a, a will ferrell movie <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say that'd be awesome uh <laughs> what do you when you get to that level a lot of people assume that there's like some kind of like crazy fraternal bond that you must have with those people or like fellow Eagle Scouts. Is there any way that you could identify another Eagle Scout just kind of in the wild? The special handshake. <laughs> oh, is there really? Yeah, but it's so dumb. It's like you it's put like, like three fingers in. I think, yeah, I mean, it's like, it seems like I'm doing like a weird shocker thing, but it's like <laughs> you do like three, and then I think it's, I think it's like that, like the pinky something. I don't know. I actually don't yeah. know. Uh, but oh, there wow. was like a hand, 
it's not even like just for Eagle Scouts. That's just like, I think a Boy Scout handshake that I should probably know, but. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. It's yeah. Cause there was, there's a different version for elite Boy Scouts that didn't make it to like, like every year, you know, cause you go from Tiger Cub to like Wolf to Weeblow to Boy Scout, et cetera. And I felt like there was a different handshake each level. Right. Am I, is that right? Or, or is not is that not what you experienced? Uh, I, I don't remember. I, I didn't do the, I wasn't a Weeblow and like bear. So I, I actually, I didn't join until it was specifically not cool. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> just, like, were you just kind of looking like, for a hobby? I think it was just, I was pushed to do whatever. And then I think I signed, I, cause I was doing other stuff too. But I think when I signed up for it, I think my parents were very much like, not ones to let me quit doing anything even if i didn't like it <laughs> yeah um, i mean ultimately like i did end up liking it but it was like there was a, a brief moment where i was like i don't want to do this yeah no i and and that mentality holds today because we've written a pilot together so i <laughs> i've experienced those emotions we're not struggling. quitting <laughs> i want to quit but we're not quitting yeah exactly <laughs> well i don't want to quit this podcast but we got to get into our final segment here. One last thing, one good thing. Now, Andy, tell you know we've been talking a little bit about Hornell, a little about uh, Western New York, the Scouts and everything. What's if I find myself in Hornell? Maybe I'm on a passenger train. Maybe I'm on a, you know, a cargo train. If I'm in Hornell, what should I prepare myself for? What's one thing to know? One good thing to know? Uh, something to arm myself with? <laughs> I would say uh, be prepared uh, for people just to look, I, it, it's like any small town where everyone knows everyone. And anytime someone shows up, that's not from there, you just get looks really like, not like, it just kind of like people want to know your business. So I think if, if you go to my town, just be prepared for people that like, like kind of like, just curious, what are you doing here? Kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and check out the home of Bill Pullman sign on your oh way my to town. Is, so on your way in, it's, Hornell, New York, and then next to it is there a sign that says the home of Bill Pullman? Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. But is there also a sign outside of his actual home that says home of Bill Pullman? <laughs> I, I, th I think that he refused that. He said, I don't want Andy coming to knock on my door. I don't even have his address. So, oh my gosh, and you're a Hollywood elite, right? <laughs> if not me, then who? Uh, yeah, you mentioned in Hornell, a lot of people know themselves, know each other. Is there, I mean, I obviously, the way that I dress, you know, with croc in Crocs and, you know, maybe some, uh, some floral shirts, maybe no sleeves, I would stick out like a sore thumb. But is there a, if you could go from uh, head to toe, what's, you know, what do people, how are people in Hornell dressing? And, uh, you know, what's, what's that typically look like? All right. You got your trucker hat. Right? Oh, trucker hats. Trucker Love hat. that. Yeah. Timeless. Never went out of style there. They were in, they were there before they were in style. They were there when they were out of style. They'll be there when they come back around forever. <laughs> did you guys have the Von Dutch uh, uh, trend? Do you remember that? Oh, no, we did not have that. It was, it was in two th the 2000s, early 2000s, and everyone had a Von Dutch hat, trucker hat, like Ashton Kutcher, Britney Spears, Snoop Dogg, Justin oh, right, Timberlake. Yes. Did mm. that hit you guys, or were you more like, like trucker hats for real businesses not like american eagle fake businesses yeah oh, no just real businesses just real oh. the scrapyard uh trucking <laughs> outfits just like pizza king uh oh is that your pizza place pizza king that is a, the, yeah the king of pizza i mean yeah i love it i mean i mean it, i love when the the kingdoms face off between the pizza king and the burger king and you know, oh yeah you know all the all mattress the kings mattress king yeah yeah, like, <laughs> yeah do we live in a democracy no <laughs> we live in a world of kings exactly uh okay so tr if i'm trying to fit in trying to blend in in hornell i got a trucker hat on then what am i wearing a puka shell? am i wearing any sort of necklace or earrings absolutely not if you're a man you're not wearing any sort of jewelry <laughs> if you're wearing a wedding band you're pr it's probably like a you know like a rubber you know like a any, any, like what? the guy, not a rubber. No, <laughs> that's right. You they know, got like, huge it, fingers in Hornell. <laughs> Matt, you're wearing a Magnum. Uh, 
No, just like that. You know, like if you're like the guys that like blue collar guys that have like jobs where you might smash your hand like in a whatever in a machine. They yeah. have like the the or if even football players have them, right? That like it's like a just a a, a rubber ring that yeah. you wear instead of like a a piece of jewelry. Oh, uh, so you probably got that on. Okay. You got you got like a buffalo plaid flannel. And again, never were always they were always in style and never went out of style, right? Right. And when they, and, and probably some resentment when they were in style, oh, you know, yeah. we're not doing this because it's in style. We're doing it because it's warm and functional. Ah, man. Yeah. That that's what it is. It's there's, is there, okay. Is there anything that is fashionable over functional when it comes to dress in Hornell or not really? It's, it's all function. function. It's, it's all function. function. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, it's I like I, the frontier days. Cause I, <laughs> Because I might, I might be able to guess the bottom half of this this man's attire, uh, dungarees, not jeans, right. dungarees, dungarees, yeah, or and, Wranglers. Oh yeah, and then maybe steel-toed boots. Yeah, maybe like a pair of Wolverine boots or uh, was it red Red Wing boots? Yeah, it's something like yeah. that. Yeah, is that what you rocked growing up too? I did not know. <laughs> what were yeah? What were you getting? Uh, the you know, for that first day of school outfit, what, where would you go? What would you, uh, what would you get? It'd be a big old Navy trip for us. Oh uh, man. Old Navy. Yeah. I love old yeah. Navy. It was like peak old Navy. Mm. Yeah. A mm-hmm. performance fleece. <laughs> I, I don't know what sort of performance, but it was... <laughs> <laughs> muted color. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, whatever Nikes were one year out of style because they were cheaper. <laughs> nice oh man that's awesome i remember i would go to old navy and my one time for my birthday my mom got me yeah one of those like uh quarter zip fleeces mm-hmm. yeah but and it was bright orange Ooh. i think i think so she could like keep an eye on me yeah i i, I had one that was yellow oh yeah what is with yellow oh. now, i think that was my choice i i bet that got so dirty yeah oh yeah <laughs> i don't know I, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but one time my my mom brought me to Gadzooks and I forget how old I was, but old enough to be embarrassed by my mom. And <laughs> Gadzooks was, it's now, it was in the mall and it's now for just women. But at the time there was men and women and they, one of sure, the shirts. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One of the shirts that she got me was a, like, it looked like a disco ball. And then like, that's how, reflect, <laughs> that's how incredibly reflective it was. And then she, I was like, oh, mom, can I get some like, some jeans? Uh, Cause I didn't have any jeans. I had like stretchy pants. Cause you know, I'm, I'm a, I was a growing kid. Sure. And <laughs> none of the story is believable. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Girl, yeah. I was fat and I was uh, shopping at a women's only store in the mall. Uh, and my mom, I, I was trying on these pants. She got me a couple of sizes and she was being very helpful. And she was like, well, come out, let me see him. I was like, okay. And then I'm heavy at this point. And my mom, op- you know, I open the door for my mom. She keeps the door open and she flips up my shirt and my belly's out. And <laughs> my mom's, my mom's checking the waist. And she's saying things like, well, did you try and sit down in them? Are they comfortable sitting down? And then I look up and two girls walk by. Oh, my God. Like, I'm like, no, mom, I'm dead. And like, you know, <laughs> they were in high school, I'm sure. And I was like, I don't know, starting like fifth or sixth grade or something like that. Right, right. Oh, it's the worst. I remember like, uh, did she like, would, like pull on the waist? to make sure there was like room for you to grow that year. Yeah. Yeah. Did your yeah. mom do that too? Oh yeah. There's, <laughs> it's just like the, like, like just buy me new jeans. If it happens, there's like, we're going once we're buying you clothes in August. And that's the only time it's happening. Yeah, there's I've, that. I've, and like, when you would try on shoes and they, <laughs> you'd come out and you, I bet, yeah, they fit. And she'd be like, Oh yeah, come out. All right. Move your toe. And she'd like bend uh, down and like put her finger down and like, see where the toe, just to make sure that like, she's like, I will, I there's no I will not buy you another pair of shoes for <laughs> one calendar year. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like who tells this lie to parents that the clothing stores are only open for three weeks in August and then <laughs> right. they close up and your yeah. kids won't be able to get 
<laughs> kid clothes. Oh man, wild time. Well, I know how to dress in Hornell now, that's for sure. And uh, I know where to go if I need a key. Andy Lee, anything else? <laughs> anything else to add before we wrap this up? No, no, I think we hit it all. We hit it all. Watch Duncanville. And yeah, we're definitely gonna be watching Duncanville. Uh, all right. Well, I want to thank my producers for this episode, uh, namely Mike, Gina, Justin Collier, Kelvin, Dawn, Susie, Lindsay, Peter, Allison P, Kevin, and Lauren S. Andy, it has been a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks so much for coming on the program, man. I'm, I know we're all gonna watch Duncanville. It's and I hear Duncanville is actually better to watch if you are uh, fully vaccinated. That's true. That Could is true. true. The only, jokes only, land harder. Only one way to find out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, if you're recovering from that second shot, you can watch the whole first season on Hulu, right? Yeah, binge away. Binge away. Well, Andy Lee, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much uh, for joining me today. And Floridians, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.